welcome to another production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Today your host is Dr. Jan Vidal. She is an educator, author, curriculum designer, and a specialist in neural development. Dr. Jan has spent 20 years encouraging, educating, and inspiring families through her company, Little Giant Steps. So, whether you have a typical, gifted, or struggling learner, these weekly Brain Coach tips will help you discover foundational keys to make learning and life easier through the neurodevelopmental approach. And now, welcome your host for today. Hello again, it's Jan Bedell, the Little Giant Steps Brain Coach. Welcome back for this week's Brain Coach Tip, Adoption Isn't Love Enough. Recently, in podcast number 31 and 32, we've talked about the many causes of behavioral issues that can be common also with adopted children. I encourage you to take those in as a way to think differently about a number of areas that could cause your home to be negative. Even though there are some slightly different strategies you have to use for adopted children, I think you'll get some good ideas from those episodes. I have been really privileged over the last 20 plus years to be able to help thousands of families incorporate the neurodevelopmental approach for life through the Little Giant Steps products and programs. Parents have reported amazing results, which is wonderfully gratifying for me. My prayer is that you can see the same results through the information that I share here and want to share this podcast with your friends that have adopted children. God may want to work through you so another family can get the help they're praying for. There will be a handout posted at braincoatstips.com. You can access it there. Just look for podcast number 34 and get the handout for this. There you will find direct links to written information about adopted and traumatized situations and solutions that are referred to in this episode. First of all, as we start this topic, adoption isn't love enough, I want to thank you for having a big heart and a love for children. I believe that you were led to adopt. I hear miraculous stories from the families that I work with of how God led them to the children that they adopted. I have to commend you again. Someone needed a home, and you opened your heart and your home to adopt. I believe this is a direct reflection of what God has done for us. He adopted us into His family. I just have to tell you, yours is a holy call. Thank you for choosing this path. You are changing lives. I know you don't get too much thanks, but I am thanking you now. From where I sit, you have done a sacred thing. God's love is flowing through you. Just don't ever forget that. When we birth children or adopt them, we don't have any guarantees of the outcome. You can pour yourself in to loving a baby or a young child, not knowing what they're going to grow into. You know, everybody loves puppies, but grown dogs can be a totally different matter. When you adopt, you face many unknowns. What will those particular genetics produce? What about spiritual aspects of adoption? There's physical aspects and there could be emotional baggage as well. I just have to applaud you for being willing to step out 
and nurture and raise the children that you have. It truly is the heart of God to adopt. I want to recommend a book to you. I think it could help you now and help your teenagers think differently as well. It's a book called Do Hard Things. It will encourage you because God has called you to do a hard thing. The good news is he equips who he calls. Just keep that in mind. My main emphasis today is to share with you a part of adoption you probably didn't know. That is how the brain is impacted by the adoption process. The fact is that the child has experienced rejection and abandonment, even if it's in the womb, and even if he went from the womb into your arms directly after birth. Abandonment, rejection, adoption, those are traumas. And what happens with a trauma is there's a chemical in the brain called cortisol that washes over the brain in times of stress or trauma. It sears the pathways because the first priority of the brain is to keep us alive. This part of the brain that is compromised is the pons area. So all of these children come to you with what we would call pond damage. One of the things that this pons area controls is the appropriate sense of pain. So if this is skewed, if they have a skewed pain perception, they could be too rough with their siblings or pets and not even realize it. This is the part of the brain that's responsible for life preservation, bonding and attachment, empathy, and is the foundation for cause and effect. You might be having some aha moments right now in that like if your child's not bonding with you, it may have nothing to do with you or how hard you try and how much you love them. It has to do with this pawn's damage. And if they don't have empathy for other people, they don't see when someone's hurt or they don't care, again, it's not them being mean or disrespectful. It's just that they don't have that capacity because of this pawn's damage. And then when they do crazy things, not realizing what the effect is going to be, again, that could be from pawns damage. I have a friend who has had some real trauma in her childhood. And she said another thing that happens is the destruction of the child's truster. That's what she puts it like. It's just the truster is broken. This can apply to trusting of God and trust in people and is caused by that cortisol flush that we talked about that the brain has experienced. So you have been providing a good environment with love and stability, but no amount of love can build this part of the brain back. Don't get me wrong, you are giving a huge gift with your love and support, but love can't build the truster back that's destroyed by trauma. That's why it's so confusing to loving parents because they thought that love would be enough. You've provided love and spiritual guidance and behavioral guidance, and you might even give the child his own beautiful room filled with lovely things, but often he won't sleep in there because of fear. He can't trust that he'll be okay. You think this is an emotional thing, but it is really a physical problem that needs a physical solution. The good news is the pathways in the damaged part of the brain can be rebuilt. God is amazing. He's given us an amazing gift 
called plasticity, where when you stimulate the brain, it changes. Every adoptive situation is different. I've worked with several adoptive families that had even more difficult situations, like the child was labeled as RAD, which is Reactive Attachment Disorder. And you think, why isn't love enough to change the insecurity of this child? It's because if that part of the brain is not working correctly, it's kind of like a smoke detector that's going off in the house, but this is going off in their body like an alarm, and they're just on edge all the time, on fight or flight. The solution to this is not just more counseling. The solution has to be physical. The repair to the brain takes a physical solution because it's a physical and developmental issue. The physical solution I have to offer is the neurodevelopmental approach. It's rebuilding the brain to trust again. The brain can function better by building these pathways. I just want to just tell you the story of Sam. He was a little boy that was adopted at two and a half from Russia, and he was eight years old when I saw him. He'd been going to counseling for years, and he had a very severe issue where his mom could not be out of his sight, or he was terribly fearful. Mom would just have to tell him where she was all the time. Sam, I'm in the kitchen now. Now I'm going to the laundry room. She would just have to narrate all day where she was so that to keep his anxieties down. Again, he'd been going to counseling for many years, and he came for his first evaluation, and he did a neurodevelopmental program. Much of it was working on the pawns level, but we were just kind of getting started. On his second program, the programs last about four months, and then the brain needs a change and needs the next level of stimulation. So he came back for his reevaluation, and I put him on a very intense PONS program. He did lots of floor work and lots of cross-pattern work. At the end of that four months, it was on a particular day, and Mom said it was incredible because he was very anxious because she was in another room. And then when she came into the room, he said, You just don't understand. When I was little, I would cry, and nobody came to help me. This was so huge. They went to the counselor. They talked with her about that. And the counselor was saying this is just a breakthrough, a tremendous breakthrough, because now they could deal with some of the things in his cortex that had been stuffed down in that part of the brain that has no, it has no words, but it has emotions. It has lots of emotions. So when those two are connected, then you can work some of those out. And the cortex can help you because it's the logical part of the brain. It can help re alleviate a lot of those problems. So it's really interesting. Mom and the counselor believe that if they, if he had not done that lower level work, that it could have been years or never before he was able to connect with those feelings that he had as a little bitty boy that was not taken care of. Another aspect of neurodevelopment that can hinder, it can be a hindrance for biological children and adopted children, is this stunted auditory processing that we're seeing. This is your auditory short-term memory. We're doing so many things visually that we're not developing that auditory, 
and it's making a huge, terrible impact on our society. It's going to cause issues in your home because you are going to expect age-appropriate behavior and maturity and interactions. But oftentimes they act like much younger children because of low processing. They have trouble following directions that causes conflict because you think it may be a behavioral issue and it's really that they're not holding the pieces together in their auditory so that they can follow the directions. If you are new to the Brain Coach Tips podcast, I encourage you to go back to number four where I talk about the best kept secret in education, auditory processing. There's details there about auditory processing and how to get a free test kit at littlegiantsteps.com. You can also follow the link that's in the handout with this podcast to get to that free test kit. Find out where your child is. That's going to explain a lot about their behavior. And you can work on that. It's really simple. Twice a day for two minutes. You just work on that, building that little listening muscle so that they can function better in life. It makes all the difference and helps them not to be so anxious either because You know, if you're in a world and all kinds of things are happening and you're not understanding it, it can be very confusing and cause a lot of emotional responses. Another area that we don't really have time to get into today, but we have resources for that, is the spiritual area. You have taught them spiritual things, but there is such things as generational curses. So in that bundle of articles that you can get, at littlegiantsteps.com, you will find an article by one of my colleagues that addresses these generational curses. You know, the Bible says the sins of the fathers are passed down to the third and fourth generation. And to me, what I've seen is oftentimes it just accelerates the curse from one generation to the other. So you'll want to definitely investigate that aspect. There are also articles in that bundle that were written by colleagues of mine on various subjects that affect children who have been adopted or traumatized. I'll also have an interview in a few weeks with that adult I was telling you about that was traumatized as a child, and she will share what the floor work did for her to help heal her truster. That truster was broken many years ago, but she's making great strides toward emotional health. One way that you can find these articles is to go to littlegiantsteps.com and click on Help for Labels. That's the little icon at the bottom. And find articles on many subjects. There's one section that's totally dedicated to adopted and traumatized. There you will receive ideas of what neurodevelopment can do for your family and how to find answers to the root causes of symptoms you're seeing in your children. I also encourage you to take a look at the neurodevelopmental program called developmental foundations. You can just type in littlegiantsteps.com forward slash df to go right to the information about that. If I had a nonprofit that was backing me, I would have a developmental foundations in every foster and adoptive home in America. That would be my goal. And every orphanage that would be open to doing something different because I know the power to change the brain that lies within this kit. My great desire is to see the captives set free. That's these children trapped in these traumatized and disorganized brains. 
the developmental foundations can be a huge first step in helping that process. It includes floor exercises that work to link the pawns to the cortex so that those fears and insecurities can be talked about and addressed, like in the story of Sam. It works on auditory and visual short-term memory so school and life is easier in the realm of holding those pieces of information together. This processing skill affects a person's ability to follow directions, stay on task, comprehend, see the big picture of cause and effect, as well as being able to read with phonics, and much more. You can choose from the complete or the deluxe developmental foundations kit. Both of those have the rapid recall system that would teach from scratch or help solidify a child's math facts. Or you can choose the advanced developmental foundations that was designed for those that already have their math facts mastered. The tactile system is addressed in these kits and activities to help with handwriting and helpful suggestions on how to approach math operations and reading. You can see a video testimony at littlegiantsteps.com forward slash D is in developmental, F as in foundations. We are out of time for today, but I hope you will stay tuned to the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network where you will receive more Brain Coach tips to make life and learning easier. Next week, I will share the neurodevelopmental approach to spelling in our topic, Essentials for Spelling. In the meantime, I want to encourage you to take in more of the previous podcasts that can help you understand your children better, whether they were adopted or biological. Until next week, it's the Brain Coach signing off reminding you that neurodevelopment is a dynamic approach to life at any age. So think differently. The solution is not the problem. Thank you for your time and attention. We hope and pray you'll return next week for another session with Dr. Jan Bedell, the Brain Coach. The ND Approach for Life is a proven program to increase learning performance naturally. Little Giant Steps is there for you. If you have questions for the Brain Coach to incorporate the skills and techniques taught in our podcast, please email cj at littlegiantsteps.com. That's C as in cat, J as in joy, at littlegiantsteps, all one word, dot com. So until next time, may the good Lord bless and keep you. Thank you.